The following program is presented by Atmark Media. The PWC Network. What the world is watching and listening to. taking a left field so quick. Oh, man, I, we didn't expect this. I, I, I'm saying words wrong. I'm so I'm so baffled and startled by the whole situation right now. Yeah, I tell you, when, when they came out, when they first put the table out, well, okay, a table, we've seen it before, but a table that didn't break, and then a beer bottle to the head, and then on the, the suplex on the chair. The moonsault straight to the face. It's amazing right now. Right hand being delivered by Ty Conti. Ty, a bloody mess as well. Oh. Oh. No. Oh! <laughs> I think they caught her in the throat. Look at the bunny's face. Oh. Talk about seeing red, huh? Oh. Man, these, these ladies, if I can use that term, are vicious. This is living up to beyond expectations. Yeah, huh? yeah. I mean, to the name of a street fight. What a way to close out the year here tonight on Rampage. I got to laugh because Bunny walking around, blood streaming down her forehead and slapping herself in the face. How maniacal is that? Bunny, look at the chair. Yeah, the chair that was that was dented, that was broken by the Bunny's body, courtesy of Anna Jay. And look, the bunny's skipping around Man. the ring. I have such a newfound respect for the bunny. Really? Oh my, more than I did before. I have a newfound fear of the bunny, more than I had before. That's warranted, that's for yeah, sure. Look, look oh. at her hands Anna. are bloody. Just... Oh my God. Oh, Anna Jay breaks free of the grip of the bunny. Oh no. Oh, oh no, no, I think it was Anna Jay that hit the chair, wasn't it? They both did. Well, Anna and the bunny colliding with the chair. Anna's slow to get up, so I, I, I think that's what happened. I think that the back of her head flipped the chair. And, and meanwhile, we've been focusing on the ring. We just saw a shot of Penelope. Oh, wait, uh, Anna Jay trying to end the match right here. No! Oh. Yeah, Penelope and Ty Conti brutalizing each other on the outside. Anna slowly trying to get to her feet here. I, I would just stay down. Oh. We're back here tonight on Rampage where the street fight rages on. 
The Bunny and Penelope Ford taking on Anna Jay and Ty Conti. Anna looking for the queen slam, but the Bunny just drove Anna Jay through the table in the corner. Look at the table. Look at the carnage. You know, Anna Jay knew she was in harm's way. Even when she jumped on the back, she realized the table was behind her. And the bunny pulling Anna off in the corner. The bunny looking to make an end to it here. The far leg hook to no. The packed crowd here at Daly's Place is letting these women know what they feel, that this is awesome. Uh-oh, it's ladder time. Oh. And that's, 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 oh my oh. God. Who got the worst of that one? That ladder is not good for anyone, and they just proved my point. Penelope Ford just rocked Anna J. I hope I hope the blood isn't oh, in the oil. Uh oh. What? Oh, no. I know what this is. Not even guessing. The bunny with the black canvas bag. There's already pieces of, of glass wood and everything. Glass from the bottle that was broken over Ty yeah. Conti's head. Yeah. Oh no. The thumbtacks. No, this is this is this is too much. The thumbtacks being spread out, but that is just how much these women despise one another. They are going to these lengths here tonight in oh. this street fight. Look at it. everyone is standing here. No one is sitting down in this match. They have not taken a seat That's since right. this match started. This is not. Oh, this is not a match. This is a street fight. Uh oh. Oh my God! Anna Jay climbing to the top. The bunny. Now both are going to end up. If this works, both oh are going to no. end up getting into it. Oh, oh my God, Jax! Both. Bunny took the front of it, but Anna Jay got him in her back as well. Look at that. Both girls. And this crowd. Good Daly's place taking the words right out of my mouth. Huh. Anna Jay making the crawl and makes the cover. Oh, Penelope oh, broke it off. And then she got her hands into the thumbtacks as well. It's crazy. Whoa. Penelope, oh, Ty Conti, and now Penelope coming over the top to stomp. Oh, another oh, stomp. How freaking vicious is this? These women hate each other. Boy, that's an understatement. And now, Penelope, oh wait, no, oh, Ty! Breaks free, elbow. And Ty wearing the crimson mask. Oh my God. Oh no, what is this? Ty Conti, don't do it. Oh, style pile driver! Cannot begin to describe what we're seeing here. Ty Conti and oh now the bunny with the brass nuts. Oh, the bunny oh. Oh, she's, oh my god. Look, look at Anna Jay. She's got barbed wire wrapped around her right arm. Anna Jay wrapping her right arm and barbed wire. Queen Slayer! Oh, now the Queen Slayer with the barbed wire! Anna Jay! Has got it since then. That's gotta be it. Get your ass. The body taps out. Aerial winners: Ty Conti and Anna Jay.
was truly an unforgettable brawl, Tony. Let's take a look back at some of the carnage. Yeah, early moments of the match here, Excalibur. They paired off, but then it got crazy on the outside. Look at this. The table didn't break on this. The chair broke on that, though. Then the thumbtacks introduced, and while Ty Conte was taking care of business on the outside, the Queen Slayer with a bar wire around the wrist got the win for Ty Conte and Anna Jay, an emotional win. Page lands the DDT on Cody Rhodes right in front of Arn Anderson. Two? No. Was not a good cover, but I get it. It's been a hell of a match. He's taken a lot of punishment, but it was not a good cover by Page. I'll tell you from experience, it's not wise to turn your attention to Arn. Yeah. It's gonna cost you. Oh, wait, oh. Scorpio Sky! Uh, just, a, just a few moments. I was thinking this would happen. Arn's had enough. Page. Oh, wait, 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 look at Dustin Rhodes! I don't blame him! Dustin Rhodes taking the fight to Scorpio Sky! Oh, boy! They're fighting outside! Now spilling into the crowd here in Daly's place! Page oh. better turn around! Oh. Keep your eye on the prize, Ethan! Did Page through the right hand, oh. Cody! Oh, no. Will Nelson! Will Nelson look! Crossroads! That should do it! Cody floats over, covers! No! no! Oh my god! Orn can't even believe it. Yeah, Cody now, Cody needs to knuckle under here. Go back to the attack, because that fight's going way up the stairs here at Daly's Place. And remember, Cody Rhodes is just six days removed from a very, very physical match with Sammy Guevara. What's he doing? Uh-oh. Cody. That's a knee brace that he's got on that left knee. Trying to tear away the knee brace, Ethan Page. Knee is exposed, and Cody's game plan wasn't apparent already. Different side of Cody that I'm, I'm seeing here that I'm not used to, to be honest with well, you. Well, you know what? I like the aggressiveness. I really do. Well, Cody's had the TNT Championship slip through his grasp twice already. He's not going to let it happen a third time. Cody lost to Darby and Brody Lee in the TNT battles. Boy, Ethan Page got something oh. left in him, doesn't he? Page, wait a second. Oh, man. Got Cody over the shoulder. Ethan Page, look at this. He's oh almost God. on one leg. Oh. And the power slam. But his knee. The Avalanche power slam. The near leg is hooked. Oh, Cody kicks out. Yeah, it was the knee. Couldn't get a good cover because of the knee. I'm telling you, with the final match of 2021, we're seeing a hell of a fight, guys. This is awesome indeed. You have to give credit to all ego Ethan Page. He is fighting through the pain. Yeah. He is persevering here tonight against the TNT champion, Cody Rhodes. You gotta wonder how many title shots you'll get. You gotta give it everything, right? So true. There come so few and far between. Ethan Page looking to maximize his opportunity here oh. tonight on New Year's Smash. Yeah, now wait, we're having a New Year's Smash right now. They're just smashing the face of each other. Oh. Oh, Cody drops his back, the uppercut. Oh, oh wow. what a pump kick. Pump kick the roundhouse. Cody 
Lands a roundhouse of his own, but Ethan Page putting those Taekwondo oh skills to good God. use. Uh-oh. Ego's edge avoided by Cody. Cody off the rock. Cody, Cody Cutter. Cutter. Needs the covering, though. That's what Arn was saying. Covering. The left arm draped oh. and whoa! 2.99 if there ever was one. <laughs> May have let that one slip by. Look at the scowl on, on Orange's face yeah. there. I, I think he's thinking the same thing there, Ricky, that he let it slip by. Yeah, had that cover. Ben Moore textbook. Cody could have ended this match right there. Yeah, he, he pointed at Arn. Cody steps around, and now the figure four leg lock center of the ring. We know who made the, the figure four famous, but his father, the American Dream, Dusty Rhodes, used to put it on many, many times right here in the state of Florida. And Ethan Page trying to turn it over, trying to reverse the figure four, and he oh. does. He got it. Arn is screaming, no, don't give it up. Arn's gonna position himself right in front of Cody. And Ethan Page using every bit of strength left in his legs to push down, to return the force onto the lower extremities of Cody Rhodes. Cody had that long reach there. Well, the double oh. underhook, no. Ethan Page, the jackknife, one, two, no. Whoa, so close. So close many times by both combatants. Oh! Yeah. Massive right hand as Ethan Page was hobbling into the corner. Yeah, uh, Cody lured him into that corner to, to hit him in the face. These guys are spent. Ethan Page! Cross arm iconoclasm. Maintains wrist control of Cody Rhodes. It's the knees causing him trouble. Yeah, the mobility of Ethan Page. A serious detriment right here. Oh, he's going for the ego's edge. Smart. Cody claps the leg. No. Wait a minute. Turns him over. Crossroads. Oh, he planted him with the crossroads. He's not done. Cody. A second crossroads. And he hangs on. This is how he beats Sammy Guevara. Going for a third one. Now the boot to the midsection. The double underhook. And Cody Rhodes. Tiger oh. Driver 98. The cover, and the champion retains. There is your winner, and still TNT champion, the American Nightmare, Cody Rhodes. Tiger Driver 98 ends 2021. And Cody Rhodes walks into the new year, and still, the TNT champion. Ricky, we saw a different side of Cody, a more aggressive side here tonight in his third reign as champion. A side that I've never seen before, but I'll tell you this, it got the job done. Congrats yeah. to Cody on a retaining the TNT championship. It's a side he needs to keep moving forward, and Arn Anderson's reminding him of that. Be aggressive.
around the world from the capital city of the United States of America Washington DC ladies and gentlemen PWC Friday Night Carnage right here on the PWC Network and at markmedia.com I'm your host Jimmy T and first of all I just want to say thank you to all our listeners who have put us pretty high up the friggin uh, ladder man I mean we're like rank 35 right now which is pretty humbling so thank you all once again and happy new year worldwide to everybody out there and we move on to 2022, and this is the first show of 2022 for the PWC Network. But enough of that, my co-host for tonight is uh, Michael Davis, aka Track Black. Welcome to the show once again, Michael. How's things, man? And Happy New Year, my brother. Happy New Year to the PWC listeners all over the world. We only really need to move over here. We, we not we, we know woman woman range. We'll, we'll, we'll need to move for someone here, okay? But <laughs> first of all, <laughs> I, feel, I feel good over here. I've been uh, a little bit on the road for the past couple of days, but I'm, I'm getting better. Don't worry, not COVID. <laughs> you read my mind. <laughs> I've been, been, been feeling sick, but I, I mean, I'm getting better day by day. And feel good to be big beyond on, on PUC, move up that ladder. And it's going to keep on getting better and better. 2022 so looking forward to uh, what, what, we, what, we, what we do here next this year well absolutely man and what's crazy man and this is what makes it so humbling dude we haven't even been a network for not even a year right it started in May of 2021 we took a hiatus from the network because 
I went back to the old network in the Rational Rage network at the time. And, and then we didn't get back into starting up the PwC network till September. And I thought, damn, you know, we've got to start from the bottom and get to the top. But God damn it, it's a, it is a fast rise track. I mean, it's a real quick rise. And, it, and it's humbling, man. It, it's, it shocks me, dude, because I would have never thought in my, in my wildest dreams that we would get that high that quick, man. And it's pretty awesome to see. Yeah, especially you know for someone like me who just started the the platform not that long ago, and you welcome me into to the platform open arms, we have my show the eight o'clock experience on the show, you have me uh, be <clears throat> me you making my making me the the cold quite final cards like it's been fun and I this 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 is why this is why I want my this is one of my uh, favorite moments of twenty twenty one. The fact that I'm on a platform that has been moving up to the ladder, up and up, day by day. And I'm, I'm glad that, that people out there that listen to this platform, rather be all the shows from you, Chris, myself, Jargo, even Doug Lipman. Like everybody yeah, on here, Lipman. <laughs> bust, everybody on here been busting their ass and kicking ass. And for that, I'm, I think I'm grateful to be part of this platform i think everybody that didn't be listening to our, our shows absolutely man and and i want to thank the whole team here at the pwc network including yourself dude it's a pleasure having you on and i think we've built a great little team man of of great people that know their shit man and and it obviously shows with all the listeners tuning in and i'm and i'm proud to report that the carnage ever since you've become the my co-host for the front night carnage we're the number one uh, the number two show on the PwC network, so that says something in itself, man. So yeah, man, I, I'm proud of what we've accomplished, and you know, it's not just myself; it's the whole team. We've all gelled together, we've all had to click together, and and we're all working hard. And man, it's nothing but up from here, my man. Yeah, definitely, and it's crazy, crazy how that that's this also the number two show on the previous PwC, and we just. We just we we we, we just brought back the show like in November. Yeah, and it's crazy how it's, it's the number two show on PWC right now. That that that's awesome. And again, thank you, thank you once again for everybody that has been listening, and thank you for for bringing bringing me bringing me on, Jimmy. And I, and I haven't been and I haven't been more grateful and more proud of myself uh, at all since I've been part of this platform. Thank you, man. That means a lot. And man, you don't even need to thank me, man. You're always part of my plans once I started this empire, bro. And uh, like I said, we're moving on up, man. And and thank you to the PW Hustle family too, which is also part of the family. And like I said, we, you know, I couldn't have done it without all you guys, man. So yeah, man, I'm, I'm thankful. But anyway, track, let's get into the, some of the news before we talk about Rampage. And I, and I wanted to touch on this because I, I feel like we have to, but Dude, I'm going to ask you first. What do you think of this whole TK, Big Swole, Leo Rush situation? It's starting to get a little out of hand, I think. And um, yeah, man, I'd love your thoughts because this is cray cray, bro. It is definitely cray cray. That's the right word for it. Um, <clears throat> um, first of all, Big Swole, uh, same way he said about 
diversity, lack of diversity. See, she is right about that. See, it has been lack of diversity at AEW, <clears throat> especially this month, uh, this, this year, uh, 2021. But it has gotten better throughout the last part of 2021. You have seen Jake Algill getting some sign. Right, Hobbs, right. Absolutely. Um, Actually, absolutely Lee, right. Lee, Lee Johnson, Scorpio Sky. We, we have seen uh, black wrestlers get some some TV time. So it's not, not like it's like fully uh, on dark or dark elevation. They have been doing some stuff on on rampage and dynamite. But I, I get why she 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 left because she felt like she wasn't you know used properly. She felt like. <clears throat> He wanted to be part of so so more on TV more, but at the same time, he thought that she wasn't really uh, at her best in the ring. No, and she wasn't, man. I'm not saying she sucks in the ring. No, right. I'm not saying she sucks in the ring, but she wasn't uh, at her best. Yeah, I see her matches. I see the highlights of her stuff in AEW, and she, she, she was she was not she was not there. And with TK, this punk motherfucker, <laughs> this guy. Can you shut the fuck up on social media? <laughs> like, do you need do you need to say put your two cents in every time time uh somebody talk about you on social media? Oh, really? God. Like, you're not the book of the year. I mean, it seems like you, you're the pussy of the year. <laughs> and, That's awesome. That's perfect. <laughs> That's the call of the day, bro. That's awesome. Please continue. And I'm not talking. I'm not talking about the fact that. Uh, there, there, woman out there that that probably won't, won't, won't fuck you. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about you're a pussy motherfucker, you're a punk ass bitch. And you go all guys say something on social media that made make you look like more 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 ass. And actually, it was speaking of ass clowns. This guy <laughs> first, I'm gonna apologize for for yourself for coming out of your third year of retirement because it wasn't for you coming out of your third year of retirement sign AEW. You probably wouldn't be in this situation. Crying to TK to apologize on social media, like really? So like, you knew, you knew, you knew what you signed up for. You knew you what you signed up for, and the fact that you even you even thought about going to AEW or signing a contract there, it's laughable. Cause look, look where you are now, sitting in Carolyn, not doing <laughs> a damn thing. <laughs> Bro, you're on fire, man. I'm gonna give you a, a clap for that. Pussy of the year instead of promoter of the year. That's fucking gold, bro. That was fucking good. TK, you've won the Pussy of the Year Award here at the PWC. And it's a shame because we had our awards show just a few days ago. We should have had a Pussy of the Year fucking segment. But remind me for next year to have that because that so deserves to be a friggin' actual award. Pussy of the fucking year, bro. That is gold. But speaking of pussies, well... First of all, TK, like you said, he shouldn't have fucking opened his mouth. You don't see Vince McMahon fucking saying anything about whatever's going on in WB unless he has to, right? Like, and he won't even go on social media to say it. He'll go on freaking national television to speak his mind, not fucking behind a keyboard. That's one. Two, Big Swole, I hate to say it, man. I love her entrance. I love her fucking theme music. And that's it, bro. Like, really. She fucking sucks. She's not like her husband. All right, let's be honest. Right? Wherever he's gone these days. But, uh, yeah, he, he, she's just not as good as she thinks she is. And 
And as far as diversity goes, yeah, you and I have both spoken about this, and in particular with black wrestlers in the past, always being on dark or, or elevation. And we probably came up with a bit of a conspiracy because, you know, the show's called Dark Black People. You know what I'm saying, right? Like in the past. But they have done a lot better with the way they've been pushing black wrestlers. That's true. And you actually reminded me of that by saying about Jade Cargill, uh, Lee Johnson, Scorpio Sky, uh, Powerhouse Hobbs. So, and then I thought about it. I'm like, actually, <laughs> they have, you know, TK has done all right in that sense, right? Now, I don't know if it was by design previously or, or or he just, I don't know. He just didn't see the talent, right, in some of the wrestlers. But whatever the case, that was an issue at one point. Now it seems like they've done a whole u-turn in many ways and i hope it's because he sees the talent in the wrestlers and not just by by because he feels like he has to push people of color you know what i'm saying just to save his own backside in saying that i think swole like i think she's in the wrong here man in 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 many ways right like you're gonna quit because like you know there's not enough diversity to be honest the last three AEW women's champions before Britt Baker were Japanese right are they not people of color like am I wrong in saying that no you're not wrong uh, uh you got uh Riho and Sita were uh are Jap- Japanese and now the Wells she's native uh slash black apparently she's half black um and they're they're diversity right there. And right. I think the reason why I think the main reason why Big Show quit is because he wasn't getting TV time that much. Exactly. Fucking that's exactly right, bro. That's what it is, man. And then she had to bring race into it, which is just fucked up now. You know what I mean? And it's like it different it, it's one thing to have Tony Storm quit WWE because he was taking tired of the shit that she gone had to go go through back days. Right. And of course Dealing with Charlotte, Charlotte Flair and the pie face gimmick, <laughs> but ha- having visual quit because you got make it make some kind of lame ass excuse because but there's no it's no no not enough black people on, on TV. No, you you're not on TV enough. That <laughs> exactly. that's the whole that, that's the whole point. That's and right, man. Maybe that reason maybe that reason reason you're not on TV because you because you you suck and you're not <laughs> made into you're not known you're not uh good enough being being made in the on me so yeah well you're right dude and and i'm sorry swole like i said i was a fan of hers i really was right like I said, she sucked in the ring but she had a presence about her she you know what i mean like she she really did she had a presence about her she come across as like fucking tough for a female that's for sure but other than, she's really basically an entrance in, in many ways you know what i mean i just love you know going swole <laughs> you know what i mean that's the cool part about it but I just don't like and see Leo Rush now. I just I want to get onto Leo Rush quickly because this little piff squeak, all right. I'm gonna call him that. <laughs> he can't fucking help himself. He always has to fucking. I, I I bet you this track. I bet you deep down he just wants to leave the company again because this is what he does, right? He signs with the company, then fucks off after two months, right? When he feels like he's not getting his way. Oh, I retire and then comes back and then blah 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 blah, right? Why does TK need to apologize? Apologize for what? For saying that he, she sucks in the ring? 
I mean, really, what what does he need to apologize for? According to Leo Rush, I don't understand where what his problem is. What's his problem? Um, uh, this Lee was I never had a I I would always, I was I was a fan of his at first because his wrestling ability right and now since he since he uh quit WWE the first time and act like a like a big bitch about it um he just I I lost all, all respect for him because how can I be how can I be a fan of yours in the ring while you over here being a little bitch boy on social media always and starting man. start. Starting fights with, with uh, legends like Mark Henry, and yeah, you guys make amends, quote unquote, when you guys went to AEW together. But like, we all know that Mark Henry doesn't didn't forget about that. He still thinks about that to this day. Absolutely. And it's like Leo, Leo was such a freaking ass ass hat. It's really get on. It's just grind grind my deep gears. When I saw him, when I saw him uh, sign AEW, I was like, really. I thought he this guy retired for like a like a eight eight million times. Like right, right. I I was not I would never decide to see him in AEW in the first place. Cause this guy this guy is just a backstage problem everywhere he goes now. So I'm not even even investing in Lee was anymore. He he can go eat, eat a bag of dicks. Absolutely, man. And you know what's sad, dude? He always makes me change my mind on my feelings towards him. Yeah. I like the way he wrestles in the ring. He's pretty exciting, right? Like, for a fucking small motherfucker, the dude knows how to use his height to his advantage, right? Which is awesome. Because he's a freaking awesome athlete. You can't take that away from him, right? But, in saying that, then he opens his mouth on social media, and then he just puts me off him every time. I can't enjoy his shit because of his fucking mouth. You know what I mean? For a small dude, he's got a fucking big mouth, bro. And, and, and that's the problem. And you know what? And then he retired, right, in AEW after one match. And then I was like, ah, oh, fuck this dude. I'm sick of his shit, right? And then suddenly he comes out of retirement and TK re-signs him, or whatever the case, right? And I started digging him again. I started digging the Dante Martin shit with Leo Rush up until the Team Taz bullshit. Like, that was just, ugh. It fucked the whole thing up, man. Like, for me, right? But I was back on board on the fucking... Doesn't he call himself the moth? I was back on the moth fucking train, right? And then this happens. And he reminds me exactly why I didn't like fucking Leo Rush in the fucking first place, bro. So now I've lost all respect for the guy again. And here we are. Like, this guy, just shut the fuck up. It's either he's trying to get fired, right? Or, I don't know what the fuck. And look, A-Track Brown actually said it best. Did you check out his video and what he said? Yeah, I did actually. What he said was fucking facts, bro. What he said was the truth. You know what I mean? Like, it, it, it's true because there's a lot of people out there, and, and I hate to say it, man, but they, they're just they're like riot starters, bro. Like, they just want to start trouble for nothing. You know what I mean? And unfortunately... It's not just from like the African American community, but it's from the fucking white community too. And I'm and when I say both communities, I'm not talking about particular people or as a whole. Actually, sorry, I am talking about particular sort of circles. I'm talking about ones that are like very militant in their thoughts. And then you got your Karens on the white side, right? And your soft cocks basically that fucking 
you know, stand up for diversity, but they don't even know what the fuck diversity really means. You know, you, do you know what I mean? And and it just fucking yeah, no, exactly. yeah, and it fucking grinds me, bro. It really grinds me. So, shout outs to A Track Brown for fucking saying what you said because, dude, you said it perfectly right. It was spot on. But in saying that, man, everybody here needs to shut the fuck up, move on with their fucking lives already. And fuck, <laughs> like, Jesus Christ, these guys act like fucking kids more than we do, bro. <laughs> yeah, it, it's insane. And, and freaking Tay Conti had to make oh, it all about her on social media. You. Thank you. That's another good segue right there. Please continue, Track. She had to make it all about her as soon as that, as that tweet uh, came out of Tony Khan. He's like, well, as a Latina, I, 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 we struggle with a lot of, a lot of things. Like, first off, fuck you, bitch. You, you Brazilian, first off, first off. <laughs> Second off, oh, I'll you go back to fucking San Juara because we, I we cracked down the case. I thought I, I we said that we're gonna, I said I gonna, it's gonna be like two months till they start kissing, hugging, end up being a week. Cause you, have you seen oh, that? You seen yeah. that picture of them k- kissing? Yeah, I saw it, I man. Like, when they rang in 2022. I was like, I I knew I knew something was up because they 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 wouldn't be doing that as soon as it happened. Like they had all this big uh like these statements on social media, take Conti cry like a little bitch and and leaving the Twitter and saying war saying that all, all this all this shit. Like we knew what was going on and we knew that they were going they were going out and like saying that oh we broke up in October in December. Like, really? Like, dude, come on! Is this? I mean, I'm not. I'm not saying I lost respect for Sammy Warner. Ty Conte is another story because he's a dumb bitch. But <laughs> she, she didn't need to make it all by by herself after uh, the, the whole big show and Tony Khan situation. Like, come on, now. get get the fuck get the fuck out of here. Tyre, I'm gonna tell you this: if you ever listen to this, I don't give a fuck what you say because this is the fact, right? You said on social media when all this shit blew up that you're not a homewrecker. Sorry, bitch. You're a homewrecker. <laughs> all right? And then you have a little cry by fucking deleting your fucking social media for like a couple of days, whatever the fuck it was, and denying everything and not being with Sammy. This is the worst kept secret in fucking professional wrestling right now. We all fucking knew they were together. All right? I feel bad for his ex-fiance, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like, okay, she's not Ty Conti, but that's not the point. You know what I mean? This guy fucking proposed to her on Dynamite, and then this happens. And then Ty Conti wants to fucking make it all about herself and deny the fact that she's not a homewrecker and blah, blah, blah. This is insulting. That pic that was fucking posted today was fucking insulting. And I'm not saying insulting to us. But insulting to fucking to his ex misses, it's just, ugh, bitch, shut the fuck up, all right. Just admit that you fucking, you jumped on the Sammy fucking cock, right? And that's that, man. You know what I mean? It's simple. Just say it. No, don't deny it, because now you look like a fucking fool, bitch. And I'm gonna say that. So, it is what it is, man. I mean, these guys in AEW are something else, bro. I mean, the females, the males, they're all a bunch of fucking crybabies, bro. What the fuck's going on with this roster? 
don't know, man. It's just this is this is one reason why I, I just like AW in the first place because all the shit that that goes down beyond the scenes, all the shit I see and hear on social media, it's just like, can y'all just shut the fuck up and, and do you talk, do you talk in the ring, please? <laughs> like this is like <clears throat> like I'm tired of, of, of hearing and like seeing seeing shit like like Tay Conte saying talk about oh Latina do it better. This you Brazilian. <sighs> Fuck off! <laughs> Go out there and 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 make uh Bert Baker look good in the ring, but like <laughs> I just I'm just uh like I'm just tired of all these people just do do all these stupid stuff on social media. At least at least uh Ricky Stars Ricky Stars got a, a great idea. He deleted his Twitter Twitter account. <clears throat> right, and He's people like, Fuck this shit. Right, and people think it has something to do with what's happening right now. You know what? I bet you, I know why he deleted his Twitter, because he was probably paranoid that he's going to open his mouth, say something stupid, right? So he thought it was best that he fucking just, you know what, fuck this shit, I don't need to see this shit, right? Because that's what it is, it's toxic, bro. But people, everyone's reporting in the dirt sheets that he's just doing that because he's pissed off with TK and, and the quality, racial equality bullshit. That's bullshit. He just doesn't want to see all this toxic toxicity all over social media because that's what it is it's fucking toxic bullshit and he's just said you know what fuck it i don't need this shit i'm outie and i'll take my hat off to him and i bet you that's exactly the reason why but everybody's reporting the complete fucking opposite dude it's like ben Ami says all the, all the time number of opportunities shut the fuck up that's it and tony khan big swole and Ty Conti missed tons of opportunities to shut the fuck up. Meanwhile, Ricky Starks deleted his Twitter account because he, he didn't want to hear or, or type in any shit to spark some, some controversy. Like, I like how some wrestlers just, they use, they have Twitter, Twitter, they don't, but they don't use it. Yeah. Like John Marshley. He right, uses, exactly. he, has, he, has, he has his own, he has his own Twitter account, but he doesn't, doesn't really use it that much. He promoted his, uh, a movie or a mask of some sort. So good on him for that. Good on Ruby Starks for Leah's Twitter account. He probably gonna come back anyway for for <clears throat> for a couple of days. But um, like those guys, I respect that. You don't you don't need to just go out on all social media and say it's a stupid shit. But like Leah was, fuck you, and fuck the the poor she came came from because he, <laughs> he's just a fucking this motherfucker. So just looking for to, to complain whenever shit like this happens. And it's All like, right. you know, you, you know what you sign up, sign up for? So stop crying like a little bitch. Apologize now, Tony Khan. Apologize now. Who the fuck says <laughs> that shit, bro? This guy's a fucking clown, bro. Seriously. He's making it out like he fucking became like a full racist prick. And I'm not a fan of TKs, but he didn't fucking say really anything bad, right? Other than fucking, he opened his fucking mouth. That's the problem. You know what I mean? He should have even he shouldn't have addressed it and left it at that. That's what bosses do. You know what I mean? But I get it. Whatever. Anything, anyone that fucking says I'm bad about TK, oh, he has to fucking open his mouth. And that's the problem with this fucking company, man. You know what I mean? As much as I enjoy this shit, and trust me, it's not perfect. It's far from it. But unfortunately, these fucking guys and girls, they're a bunch of immature fucking idiots, bro. 
Like, in many ways, it's like, it reminds me of high school, the way all these fuckheads are, bro. It's, it's ridiculous. I, I, I can't, can't even say enough. It's, it's ridiculous. They need to stop being like, this is high school business and act like grown adults. Fucking crazy, man. But let's move on to actually Tony Storm. Tony Cakes, shall, I, shall we call her? Because that's another one that people reporting she was getting released. Man, I was the first one on social media to say that she requested a release. I'm telling you, dude. I was the first one to say that. And then suddenly everyone was saying it. Dude, it was dead obvious that she would have asked for a release. First of all, she was getting pushed, all right? It wasn't done well. But nevertheless, she was still getting pushed, right? Sure, she fucking received a few pies to the face, obviously. Um, but one thing I did notice on SmackDown last week, not the one that was on tonight, but the week before, you could tell she was very emotional, bro, right? And I thought at first maybe we were going to get a title change because she was emotional, right? But now I've figured it out, obviously. It wasn't because of that. I think she knew that was her last time on SmackDown. And she knew she was going to get the fuck on out of there, man. And credit to her, although I think she went about it the wrong way, the way she left, bro. Apparently, she just walked out of the place without informing anybody. She just took her ball and uh, went straight home. And uh, Tony Storm leaving WWE, is, 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 it sucks because she was put, she was put like, to the moon in NFT UK and NFT she was a mini class of winner. She was NXT UK Women's Champion. Um, she was she did pretty decent down in NXT America. And once she right. went on to the main roster, she just she they just cause sick her. It's like this is one of the best women wrestlers in the world. And she's only she's only twenty six years old. And the oh, fact yeah, is just, just you have her have one match on TV, and I have her disappear for like for like a month, come back to TV. How I lose that same person she beat her debut match in in minutes in a in a champ in a tournament and that, that is was a, a, a embarrassment of women wrestling the Queen's Crown tournament and they have her have a uh, solid flair and Tony Storm having a uh, like a cone face battle she had have the right face uh, in on Smack, SmackDown is like uh, like it's just it's stupid the fact that they have literally have her this bit this chick. Look like shit as soon as he got got the main roster, and it's just I don't blame her for for leaving like up like literally literally booking her flight back home and and quitting the company. I don't I don't blame her for that. And I don't know where she goes next. I mean, poor me wants to go. I wanted to go to AEW and see the two of this primus continue to build that AEW uh, that woman division up because they already have uh they just signed Mercedes Martinez to AEW. So that'd be a that's a huge huge sign for their woman division, and if they, they sign Tony Storm, they'll, they'll make it make it even bigger because they need more big stars in that woman division. Absolutely, man, and and make no mistake about it. I'm not saying this because I'm I'm a, you know I'm from Australia and and so is she, but she truly is, in my opinion, a top five female wrestler right now, man, in the world. In my opinion, you know what I mean. She's a lot better than WWE fucking give her credit for clearly and some some a part of me thinks right i know this is stupid because maybe i'm wrong but maybe i'm not but a part of me thinks you know is it because she's 
Well, actually, forget it, forget it. I'm not even going to say it because she left herself. It wasn't actually WWE releasing her per se. But they treat Australian wrestlers, other than Rhea Ripley, and even her right now is kind of a joke, but they treat them like jokes, bro. Like, to be honest, like, you know, is it maybe it's because <laughs> of the way we talk? Is it the way we sound? Look, I don't talk over the top like, like these guys do because... I mean, you look at um, the Iconics, for example, who are in Impact Wrestling right now. They overdo it with the way they fucking talk, you know? They're like, oh, golly gosh, uh, you know? They start talking like that, and it makes me fucking sick, to be honest. It's embarrassing, right? <laughs> and Tony Storm, she's she's like your typical surfy Aussie chick, you know, from fucking from the Gold Coast up north in Australia, which is, you know, she's a beach fucking... She's a beach fucking junkie, you know, or whatnot. You know, you want to call them. She's always, you know, she's one of those beachy chicks. But fuck, so is the whole of Australia. I mean, we've anyone that lives anywhere in Australia has got a beach anyway because we're an island, right? So, but I just feel like, you know, they, they disrespect Australian wrestlers, even the ones that are actually great, like Buddy Murphy. I'm like, how the fuck do you release him? I'll never understand it. The fact that he's not even in AEW yet, is crazy to me, man. But the one thing that all these Aussie wrestlers have in common, they're not that good on the stick, man. They're just, they're not that great on the mic. Maybe Rhea Ripley is all right, but really, you tell me someone that's from Australia that can actually speak. You know, I can't, can't even think of anyone from Australia that can... Had that has my uh, good my skills, but I do agree with you uh, when you say that they do treat Australian wrestlers like like trash. Trash. <clears throat> perfect example. Perfect example is, is Bronson Reed, aka uh, Jonah, Jonah, oh, yes. Jonah Rock. Right, Jonah Rock, man. How did I forget him? See, <laughs> they they flat out cut him like like a month after he won the North American Championship. How He's about to he go go to main roster. Right, right. He he about to go to the main roster and all of a sudden, oh you're not good enough. You are fired. Like really, this guy is it's a he's he's the fucking he's a beast. He he's the top dog. Like he's calling himself in in, in wrestling. And another example, uh Saint Thorne, who who got turned to slap nuts in, in yeah, wrestling. Slap nuts. Exactly, slap nuts. <laughs> <laughs> For fuck's and, sake. And that was that that whole thing was was a complete embarrassment. Um and of course, we Ripley. I, I think see like, all all Australian wrestlers that that happened that in that were in WWE. She had done. She had had a better better career. But oh, absolutely. Let's be honest here. The only reason why she was in that ma- that match against Oscar was male thirty seven because Starla wasn't available. <laughs> it's true, man. Facts are facts, bro. I mean, it is what it is. But I'll give her credit. She's probably out of the, like, and I'm not even the biggest Rhea Ripley fan, honestly. I, I rate Tony Storm. You know, we have a little laugh, and it's not even a joke. On This past week on the skirmish, you know, Chris, Jamie, the vet, Williams, and, uh, and myself, you know, we say, like, Tony Storm is, like, the, the, the Australian Bret Hart, right? Like, in many ways, she is, if you, if you understand what, where we're coming from with that, with that term. But... Rhea Ripley overall as a total package is probably the best, right? As a total package, right? She's got the look. She can somewhat talk on the mic. 
she's a big bitch. <laughs> First of all, like she's a fucking, <laughs> she's a fucking big bitch, bro. Like she's pretty big. Cool, but Tony Storm would absolutely annihilate her. You know what I mean? In the ring, like this, this just, you know, call it out. It is what it is. You know what I mean? She would absolutely annihilate her in the ring. She doesn't even touch fucking uh, Tony Storm's jockstrap when it comes into the ring, right? But, <laughs> but man, like, yeah, I, like slap fucking nuts or slap Jack, whatever you want to fucking call him, Shane Thorne. He's got a good look. He can fucking wrestle, but he's another one that just can't say shit, doesn't know how to talk. So him getting released, I understand, right? I get it. Because really... Well, he can't talk, bro. When do you ever hear this guy talk? I, I, I. The only time I heard him talk was when he was an NFT, um, Mike, Mikey Nichols as TM Six One. And I think he's better than Nichols. I think he's the better one out of you know them two out of you know the mighty don't kneel. But speaking of the mighty don't kneel, let's go back to Jonah Rock, aka Bronson Reed, right? He's big Samoan Aussie fucking beast. I've seen him on the Australian indie circuit plenty of occasions, right? The fact that Minoru Suzuki gosh pole drives him was impressive to me, bro. Seeing that in person, I was like, what the fuck, man? Right? Because Jonah was a fucking big boy at this point, right? And this is right before he signed with WWE. Like, literally right before. He wrestled on a New Japan event in Australia, right? At the time. Um, and I think he's good, man. He's another one. But you know what? When you do you ever listen to his podcast, bro? Uh, I I didn't know he had a had a podcast. Yeah, he's got a podcast. Now I've never listened to it myself really either, right? But I've seen little snippets here and there. Dude, I'm not gonna lie, he comes across as pretty dumb, right? And also kind of very uh you know, holds himself in such high regard too high of a regard, in my opinion. Just a little bit, right? So maybe that has a lot to do with his release. Maybe he's annoying for you know, right? But uh, put that shit aside, I thought he had a bright future in WWE. You know what I mean? I really did. I mean, the guy is a fucking brick shithouse, like we say here in Australia, dude. You know what I mean? He could have easily gotten into the Samoan chief uh, of the table fucking storyline because he's Samoan. But speaking of Samoan Australians, the only one that I think has got a real fucking big future... Is the one in NXT right now, and I forgot his fucking gimmick name. Fucking hell, was it Quinn? Do you know what I'm talking about in, in NXT, um, bro? He kind of looks like fucking Roman Reigns, bro. Oh, uh, Solo Sequoia. Well, who was it? Say that name again. Solo Sequoia. No, 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 no. Wait, let me just quickly Google this because... Uh, it's going to fucking do my head in until I fucking uh, uh, find out. It's, I'm pretty sure he's called Quinn something. Hang on. He was a former rugby player. Not Bronson Reed. That's the first thing that freaking... Oh, here we go. Daniel Vidot. In other words, uh, Zion Quinn. Oh, oh, that, that prick. Um... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that prick. I think he's got a big future uh, because he's got the look. He's got the like the size. But we'll see. Who knows? 
And he he if he stop he stop if he stop paying attention to getting pussy and being a little <laughs> a little forget idiot, then maybe <laughs> I can take him seriously. But at this at this rate, he can he can fuck off. He looked like a freaking he looked like a dork. He looked like a clear woman range whip off. Yeah, he does. Uh, he looks like the woman like, range, bro. That's true. <laughs> it's like the woman woman range from from West. Like seriously, just change up your freaking look. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if he can help his look per se, bro, but he is the Aussie Roman Reigns. I mean, they're both Samoans. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, because here in Australia, dude, there's a lot of Samoans, bro. Like, I don't know, you probably noticed that now with the wrestlers coming through. You know, a lot of them are Samoans from Australia, right? So, there's a fair there's a fair few, bro. I mean, shit. All my, my, my best friends, all my boys, they're all Samoans too. So, there's a big, you know, Samoan friggin' uh what do you call it man <laughs> migration in australia you know what i mean then again samoa is not even that far from australia anyway we're in the same region but like i was saying there's a lot of them and they've all got a lot of potential man and i can see queen sort of getting somewhere because vince would love the look of this guy let's be honest he probably does love it but then then again he'll look at him being like ah oh, he's like the poor man's roman reigns you know <laughs> <laughs> But you're right, he's got to fucking stop thinking of pussy and fucking start getting into fucking taking his shit a bit serious. I will say he was a great rugby player, even though I hate rugby. Yeah, I know, like, rugby. Oh, fucking sucks, bro. It's a fucking shit sport. I don't understand why (laughs) the fuck people love that shit in this country. Then again, where I'm from in Melbourne, even though our team here, the rugby team, right, is actually one of the best in the league. Melbourne's not a fucking rugby city. It's actually Sydney and Queensland, like Sydney and Brisbane, that are the rugby towns in Australia. You know what I mean? We don't we, here. We don't give a fuck about rugby, but it is what it is, man. But uh, yeah, man. Enough of the Aussie fucking wrestlers. I mean, shit. We could have fit a PWC extra into this carnage show because we spoke about it quite a few news tidbits. But um, let's get into fucking rampage, bro, because. This was a wild and weird kind of episode of Rampage. And, uh, I mean, I don't know what to say other than we start off with Anthony Bowens with Max Caster versus Darby Allen with Sting. And, yeah, I mean, what do you think of this match, bro? I mean, it, it was a match. Uh, I, I mean, yeah. we I knew... We we kind of figured that uh, Darby Allen gonna win this match uh, over uh, Andy Bruins. Um, wasn't wasn't anything to write home about. Um, I was literally just like you know flip flopping from channel to channel because I was watching this and I was also watching um two of our live because my friend Fake Linus, aka Nikita Lions, made her debut. So I was cool. I was pointing her. I I, I watching I was watching this too, and. Looks like I didn't miss much because Darby Allen won, and wasn't really that that much of a that 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 special. Well, I'll be honest, man. I wasn't paying attention to this match myself either, and I should have been because I was doing the Uncaged show. But uh, man, like it was hard to pay attention to the match. But like I remember what Jago's what Jago said on the on the Uncaged Rampage show. He brought up about the kip up. And the you know the test of strength spot, 
where the keep up happened and that is fucking dumb right i didn't see it i didn't catch it but going by what jago said that is the most ridiculous fucking shit i've ever heard and and this is the thing about this company bro i don't understand that they've got no logic and you know i was asking bin this also on the same show okay do you think these guys fucking under like know what's going on because why isn't anybody telling them right why isn't someone like a jr or an Arn Anderson, or a fucking Tully Blanchard, you know, any of those fucking vets, why aren't they telling these guys how to do shit right, or Dean Malenko even, for that matter, or Jerry Lynn even, why the fuck isn't anyone saying anything, and if they're not saying anything, are they all just basically, and this is what Bin thinks, well done TK, pat on the back, well done TK, all because of a paycheck, well, that's the wrong mentality to have, man. Because if you're going to have that sort of mentality, you motherfuckers ain't going to have another place to wrestle at. You know what I mean? Sooner or later. And that's the fact of the story. So in my opinion, someone needs to put their fucking foot down or has professional wrestling as a whole gotten fucking amnesia all of a sudden, Jack. We're a wrestling company that's so heavily on legends. Uh, they should be ha- having these lessons, talk to these young young guys, and tell them to slow down or tell them to do like be me more be more logical in in the ring, make make right. the rest of the matches make make sense. And it's like maybe they are saying some saying something to these guys, and some of these guys are the the the, the young, young young fuckers <laughs> just like not even paying paying attention. That's how naive they are. And it's like. Yeah, I'm, not, I'm. I'm still young myself. I'm 29, 29 years old, but at the same Damn, time, you are I'll young, be, bro. Uh, <laughs> I didn't know you were that I'll young. Be, Fuck. Uh, <laughs> I mean, yeah, I'm 29 years old. I'm, I'm, I'm man enough, and I'm, I'm more smart enough to listen to to the lessons in the in in locker room. Right. And if they tell me to do something, I'll do it. And if I, I even, I even walk up to them and, and I ask them. What I do, what I do to make myself better, what I do to improve the ring, I just, I'll do that. And it's like these guys, the guys not doing that, and they and the are not talking to these, these wrestlers. What the fuck are we doing here? What the fuck are we doing here, bro? And that's the thing, man. And like I was saying, the bin don't talk logic, bro. Don't fucking talk logic because it's simple. It's it's wrestling one hundred and one, man. Like this shit. Like does everybody really suck TK's dick that bad? Like, I don't fucking get it, man. Like, I don't understand what the fuck is going on in this company. I get it in WWE. You try telling the old man how to do things, he's just going to be like, ah, shut the fuck up, you know? <laughs> like, <laughs> seriously. Like, you can't tell him because he's going to fucking, he, he beats to his own drum. Do you know what I'm saying? So, I get that. But in AEW, I would have thought, you know, it was, a, it was an environment where fucking... You've got to say, you've got creative control somewhat, right? But instead, they let this little motherfucker TK, <laughs> like, I can't get over that he was Booker of the Year, this guy, seriously, because I, I just don't get it. But anyway, he, he's running amok, man. Like, he's running amok, and really, he's he's a fluke. He's he's fluky. When, she, when shit's done right, when, when he does get shit right, I feel like it's a fluke, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like, he it just happens spontaneously. Lucky for him. But lately, he's been getting exposed with some of this shit, bro. 
I mean, fuck. Look, for example, even Max Caster. All right. Did he not mention Simone Biles again? Right. Um. I. I. I, I don't know because most of the time when um Max Caster raps, I I tone it out because he he's he's trash on the mic. But then again, I'll I'll I'll, I'll pick him over uh, Hitwell any day day of the week. Oh, but any day, man! He can out rap all three of those motherfuckers. I'm being serious, bro. Trust me, dude. If you look him up, dude, I'm not kidding. He's a lot more talented than you realize. Track. I'm telling you now. I used to think the same way as you did, right? I used to think his raps suck. If you go back to the earlier skirmishes, bro, I used to fucking absolutely trash this guy for his raps. Then he fucking grew on me because some of his fucking rhymes are fucking funny, bro. You got to give him that. Then I looked into him even deeper. Dude, check out his shit on YouTube. I'm telling you now, bro. He's a much better rapper than you even realize. Believe me when I tell you that. Trust me. I'm not saying he's fucking Jay-Z or fucking, or fucking Nas, all right? Or any of those fucking lyricists. He's not, right? In terms of fucking professional wrestling rappers, he destroys anyone. I'm telling you now, bro. That's why TMZ gave him a job. That's why he does like a Yo MTV raps sort of thing every Friday on TMZ. Because fucking, trust me, dude, he's good. And if you have you heard You Are My Sunshine, bro, the, the, the fucking remix of the MJF fucking shit by Max Caster? Yeah, I think I, think I have. I think you played it, uh, did, played something when you had, had a big way on the soul. Right. And he never heard it, right? And I'm like, dude, play that shit. Are you telling me that wasn't well done, bro? Uh, it was. It was. It was pretty catchy. Um, I mean, Mac, Max Caster does have some pretty uh, decent uh, raps. Uh, I, I did. I, I did. I, I will say, fuck you to Max Caster because he he say that Minnesota was the worst town he ever been in. So <laughs> did fuck he? you for that. I forgot about that. <laughs> oh, yeah. shit. He 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 would he it was they were doing dark and and all he came out as soon as the as soon as, as soon as he came out he just say this is the worst thing I ever I ever heard of like really go fuck yourself oh come on man that's just fucking wrestling one hundred one bro you know heel heat you know the cheap heel heat bro just, you know gives shit to the city gets you automatic heat you know what I mean I'm sure he doesn't mean that shit Minnesota is a great town bro yeah sure I'm sure it's fucking always cold. That can get fucking miserable, no doubt. But come on, Minnesota being the fucking the worst city in America, I don't think so, bro. Do you remember what fucking Bret Hart said back in the day? He said Pittsburgh, <laughs> pretty much is the fucking worst fucking place, right, in in America. But even then, I don't think it's the worst fucking town. But anyway, enough of that. I'm telling you, dude, I'm gonna send you some fucking links, bro. And you listen, watch some of his actual music clips, bro. It's the funniest shit you'll fucking listen to because he destroys every wrestler on a in AEW, bro. He's got a song for everybody: Hangman Page, fucking MJF, you name it, bro. It's fucking funny, man. And yeah, like the motherfucker grew on me. I think he's got a lot of talent, and I just I think TK just doesn't see it. But this is what got to me, man: the fact that he got suspended for bringing up Simone Biles in a fucking rap, which wasn't his fault. It was your fault, TK, because it was you that did that missed the edit. It was you that fucking released that show 
to the masses and it was you that should have taken the blame not fucking max caster that's on you man but anyway that's the that's booker of the year and boss of the year fucking shit right there bro but anyway my point is he fucking rapped about simone Biles once again on rampage no less not on dark yeah on rampage but i guess it's okay now bro um, it's, just, it's it's ridiculous how Tony Khan can be so much of a pussy saying that oh we can't have have Max Caster talk about Simone Biles but then again I don't think he got suspended for talking about Simone Biles I think it was the, the whole Duke Lacrosse uh, case was it? Uh, I, I think so okay interesting because I thought it was because of Simone Biles and what he said about that but anyway who knows the point is he sh- I personally think he shouldn't have gotten suspended. Just like Sammy Guevara got suspended for saying what he said about Sasha Banks, right? Even though it was many, many years ago. And sure, what he said was fucking dumb, bro. You know what I mean? He shouldn't have said what he said. But you're going to fucking hold it on him from fucking saying shit from that long ago? Come on, man. Like, I mean, he's he not saying that now because he got taken well, yeah, that's right. But the fact that he said about raping Sasha Banks was the dumbest shit I've ever fucking heard in my life, bro. That is so fucking dumb, bro. Yeah. That, I don't know what he was thinking. I don't care how old he was because he's still young now. He was very young then. But, dude, I know you're the Spanish god, but that shit is dumb. Like, damn. <laughs> I mean, he comes across as fucking kind of dumb. And I'm a fan of Sammy Guevara, no doubt. But fucking, who am I to judge, right? He's got Ty Conti now, man. Oh, but that's right. She's not a home wrecker. My bad. I forgot. You know what I mean? <laughs> anyway, fucking um, Darby Allen gets the win. And yeah, there's nothing really to write home about other than Sting <laughs> and Darby. Seriously, Shivani's got to stop doing that shit, man. And I feel yeah, like it's become a rib. Shit. That's just getting old. I I, I never liked the beginning. He he does it. He had to do it every fucking week. Like he, he did it the first time. Cool, but that doesn't mean you gotta do it every fucking week. When when this thing comes out, right. like we know we don't need to know they they just in, just in your pants. Okay, <laughs> just calm down. Uh, and he does it. Um, that's why I'm saying it's a rib, bro. Because every time you see Sting now, that's what he does. It's Sting. It's Sting. Right. But anyway. <laughs> And now we get the most confusing part of this whole fucking match, bro. Afterwards, we get Andrade Al Idalo's music hitting, Mr. Cha Cha himself, and Bowen struck Sting with his boombox. Custer then struck Allen with a chain following the distraction. Now, tell me here, track, why was Andrade's music even hitting? This doesn't make any fucking sense whatsoever, period. I mean, every anything that Dry is doing in AEW doesn't make sense. Oh. Like one minute, one minute he's feeling with Cody, next minute he's paying off MJL to <laughs> beat up Cody, and oh, he, he now he now what he, what he doing now? He paying off the the claim to beat up Darby. Like, dude, like, like what what is going on here? Like, can we just bring it? You bring a brother in the uh, AEW and you guys can team up and take titles from FTR or Little Bros, please. Because what you're doing right now doesn't make sense. Like, your dumbass assistant, Jose, <laughs> he needs to get his ass kicked. 
How about you? you how about you? Is his kick his ass just like just like he kicked Chavo Guerrero's ass uh, <laughs> a month ago? Oh man, this is fucking stupid, man. And I hate how AEW does this shit. You know when the lights would go out in WWE back in the day, or WCW for that matter. It wasn't fucking every week, you know what I'm saying? And when the lights did go out, it was generally a fucking surprise, or it was The Undertaker, right? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But AEW liked to do this fucking shit, and it wasn't that the lights went out, just even playing the music. They love doing this shit like, like they're fucking jizzing in their pants, but it, was, it has no substance, bro. Like, they do it for nothing. There's no build... There's no reason. Like, what the fuck is Andrade's problem? Like, what's he going to say? Hey, Darby, you're my problem. <laughs> like, why? <laughs> Maybe, hopefully, he's got a problem with Sting even. Hey, Stinger. Sting. That's if Shivani was fucking, <laughs> if he was fucking Hispanic, that's how it would sound like. It's Stinger. <laughs> I sound like a prick. I'll probably get labeled a racist for fucking saying that, right? Jesus Christ. I can't even fucking do that these days. But anyway, like, just why? Like, I can't wait to hear what his issue is. Because I bet you he's not going to say why. Uh, and I always hate the whole Vice Out gimmick they've they been doing oh. lately in AEW. Because it's always a disappointment track. <laughs> You do it all the time, especially at uh, when when it's coming. When we have MGF and FTR in, in the middle of the ring and lights go out, we all thought, "Oh, Bray Wyatt gonna come out and attack uh, FTR." Well, the and, Briscoes and, and, no, it's dark. Yeah, the Briscoes because they they've been going back and forth on social media, and they had their their brawl at uh, Final Battle. You had a Briscoe come out and attack them, but no, we just have Darby Allen Sting. It's like, cool. once again. <laughs> You know what I mean? I was so disappointed, bro, in that. And I love Sting, but damn. The fuck, TK? Don't do that shit. If they're going to come out, no need for the lights to go out. Just fucking... Just fucking... How about they repel from the fucking ceiling, even, at least? Since they're trying so hard to be WCW. You know what I mean? I know because of Owen Hart and all that shit, right? But just get the right people to do it, and there won't be an issue. You know what I mean? That's what makes Owen Hart's death such a tragedy because it didn't need to happen. But anyway, ah, Booker of the Year track. That's all I'm saying, man. This motherfucker, Booker of the Year. Right. Right. Anyway, let's fucking move on because speaking of Bookers of the Year, <laughs> this shit, is this a comedy show? Am, am I fucking, I mean, seriously. But this is the rampage, baby. I mean, every time <laughs> rampage is on, we expect to see some bullshit like this. That make no sense. Rampage. It should be called from now on. That's what it should be called. <laughs> Rampage. We fucking TK and friends. Anyway, fucking we get match number two between the Bunny and Penelope Ford versus Ty Conti and Anna J. In a fucking street fight. <laughs> Oh, man, where do I start with this shit? First of all, other than Cody Rhodes and Dustin Rhodes, have we seen a fucking blood feud with the males yet? That's, like, legit blood feud. 
The only thing I can think of is King Omega and John Moxley. Were they bleeding profusely like this, though? I don't think it was even this bad. Oh, no, it wasn't that it wasn't this bad, but they, I know they were bleeding like, like, they were bleeding like profusely, but they were bleeding, bleeding during their match at Full Gear 2019. Of course, the embarrassment of the Sporting Barbara Death Match oh. at Evolution last year. But that that's all that's the closest thing I can I can think of when it came to, to a bluff you when it came to the men. Right. But, and even that uh, wasn't as brutal. Exactly. Right? So that so that, look, first we had Thunder Rosa and Britt Baker, which was fucking magnificent match, right? That's cool. I get it, right? But this shit right here, and I want to fucking quote fucking Cat Williams, right? This shit right here, and I'm not going to say the next thing, but you get what I'm saying, right? I mean, what the fuck, bro? We've got no build to this shit. I don't know why these bitches hate each other that bad to the point where the bunny needed friggin' man, she looked fucked up, bro. Like, the bunny looked fucked up. Like, I mean, that shit didn't even need to be the way it was. This was a barn burner, as JR would say, right? And don't get me wrong. These girls worked their asses off, man. They really fucking did, right? For what it was. But this shit shouldn't have happened, man. It didn't need to go down. It didn't need to be this brutal, right? For four females that seemed to... It's like someone killed someone's mother over here, dude. I mean, this shit was fucking crazy. And sure, it was entertaining. But like Bin said himself, right? No one wants to see four women. And when I say four women, these women aren't fucking wrestlers, really, other than probably the bunny. And even she's fucking gone backwards, right? They're really just fucking eye candy, all right? No one wants to see these girls PMSing all over the fucking ring. Do you know what I'm trying to say? Like, seriously, right? These girls, these are the type of females, I'm sorry, girls, but it is what it is, that are better suited for bra and panties matches, bro. You know what I mean? They're not your typical pro wrestlers. You know what I mean? But instead, we get a blood feud like someone killed one of their mothers on Rampage between four girls, but not four wrestlers that are women. Do, do you get my drift? Am I being sexist, bro? I don't know, man. You tell me. Well, let me just say this in the nice way possible. <laughs> this mask sucked. <laughs> this this sucked. I, I, I mean, I give these women a for effort. Right, absolutely. Try, try to go out there and they kick, tried. They kick an ass. That that's the key word there. They tried to do to do it, and they, <laughs> they failed miserably. <laughs> like. There was no, there was no Breaker versus Thunder Rosa. I, I say, say that right, right now. It was, no, it was none of that. No, hell no. And the fact, the fact that this match had the, the, the two minutes in, the, the match started, and the bunny's already bleeding out of her our head, head. Like what the hell? Like it didn't even take take a uh, freaking five minutes, and Bird Breaker versus Thunder Rosa, then they have a one that Bird Breaker get, get busted open. But like, as soon as the match started, but it was open. 
I'm, I'm pretty sure it was her idea to have, have her be bloody with that because she's a huge horror fan. She's a Ugh. huge horror fanatic. So, oh, wait a minute. Wait, let's pause you for a second. I don't give a fuck, bro. This is professional wrestling. <laughs> I don't care if she's a horror fan. <laughs> because if she's a horror fan and that's what she wanted to go hard way or fucking or a razor or it was a razor spot, whatever the fuck it was, right? Bitch, learn how to blade properly because you really fucking hurt yourself out there, man. Seriously. I'm sorry. <laughs> and Bunny, I liked I liked her when she was in Impact Wrestling, man. I thought she was a decent wrestler. Now she just sucks as a wrestler, man. And she clearly doesn't understand the fucking business properly. And if they if they're cosplaying, that's what I came across because she's a horror fan. Well, I'm sorry, girl. This is the wrong fucking place to cosplay. Okay. Sorry, track. Continue. I don't know. It's fine, but like she said, her idea because he's 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 uh huge on on horror, but like it was horror watching this match. <laughs> perfect. Um, <laughs> That's perfectly put. I mean, it was a horror watching this match. I mean, it was it was some good spots here and there. Um, uh, Penelope Ford doing a moonsault from the outside to do to do a table that didn't break. Um, <laughs> oh, that was unnecessary because I mean, Penelope Ford is too short, too small to do that anyway. Mm-hmm. I already knew, I already knew that the table was gonna break. That that was that was ridiculous. Um. I mean, the, the, it was a spot where, spot where T- Ty Conti did the gosh pass by a driver through a table, uh, on um Penelope Ford. That was a good. That was that was a good spot. I I I give her that. But the spot that you guys are talking about that that I I agree on, I didn't like it at all. It's where they did uh, and and had the bar wire 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 arm and did a cream slayer on on the bunny. That was that was a bit uh, too much in my opinion. Ah, fucking AEW, the gift that keeps on giving, track. And I hate to sound so negative because I do like AEW. Heck, I even gave them Promotion of the Year award, all right? <laughs> because they are, they're much better than WWE. But that don't mean these cunts fucking know what they're doing either. Sure, they entertain me much more than WWE, and sure, the pacing of their shows is no doubt much better than WB's. So I can sit there and actually watch through it. But when you sit there and critique this shit, you can point out so much. Like, it's just ridiculous. You know what I mean? And and this is where Chris, Mr. Chris Ams, Mr. AMBS bullshit in the morning himself, well, I love his aspect of things because the way he breaks down shit is like he's a movie producer almost, right? Or a director. Like, the way he... The way he thinks shit. And I can't even come up with that type of thought process. You know what I mean? Because I just don't think that way, right? And that's what makes him so good in the way he points out shit. Because he'll point out shit in that way and it makes total sense, right? And I'll give him fucking credit for that. And he's right. Everything he says is fucking spot on. But this... I'm I'm, I'm almost speechless, man. And, And like I said, A for trying, man. But... That's all they are, bro. They're a bunch of tryhards. They tried, but fucking... I don't know if I should laugh or cry at this point, Track, because I don't know what to say, but it, but like you said before, Anna Jay and fucking Ty Conti <laughs> go over with that gosh pole driver that, you know what I mean? And 
Isn't that how it ended, I, I believe? Uh, oh, it was no, the, no, the Grace from it. Right, right. You're right. Yeah, no. Well, anyway. A for effort. F for fucking... For fucking... Uh, what's the word? F for fucking execution, shall I say. Because whoever booked this shit... And you saw Anna J and Ty Conti both crying. Legitly. They weren't crying because they put on a fucking spectacle. They were crying because they probably fucking hurt. <laughs> you, you know what I mean? And like Bin said on earlier, right, on the Uncaged show, he said they would have walked through the curtain and they would have been getting standing ovations and Barry Horowitz pats on their back. And unfortunately, he's right. That's exactly what would have happened, bro. That's the same thing they did with um, Britt Baker and Thunder Rosa. Like, they they actually deserve it. Oh, no, they absolutely. They went out there and bust their ass. Absolutely. But, that's um, true. This, with this, this match, it, it was just... It was just a close fuck, fuck, but all the wrong reasons. Because I try to see the process of this match. I try to see how, how why so many people were waving, saying that how great this match was. I had a pisser, pisser from... Um, uh, social media uh, the bunny play oh play face or social media say oh we're gonna be good this week well fuck you because this this match sucked and a for effort f for fuck off and f for <laughs> never again because this is this was as ridiculous and on all the one reaches well speaking of ridiculous well not really but i, I expect ridiculousness we get a little video package for Hangman Page versus Brian Danielson, part dos, for the AEW World Championship. And come on, man. The second they booked judges is, you know what's going to happen, bro. I mean, I've fucking said this. I will keep saying it. If I'm wrong, I'll be shocked. But you and I both fucking know, Track, that this shit is going to end in the complete fuckery. All right, because of the judge aspect of shit, right? Hundred percent, bro. Yeah, that definitely. Um, I don't. I know if they gotta go to 60, 60 minutes. I mean, if they if they, if they do, then expect the judges to be uh come come play here. It's it's also also would come come down to who who else, who are the judges because we don't know who the judges are in in this match. So that's that would be another. Uh, interesting part about this match: Who are the judges? Or is this match gonna be going to the 60 minutes? And if it does go to sixty minutes, is it gonna be a city city finish? And if there, if there is, is Heyman Page losing the championship? Oh, God, no, he's not gonna lose it. I'm telling you, man, we're gonna go to fucking Revolution, and that's where the blow off will be, bro. It only makes sense, right? But that's why this match shouldn't even happen. And speaking of this match. The fact that there was no... Like, where the fuck were these two on Dynamite or Rampage? They're not even building to this match properly, bro. It, it, it's, it's, it's ridiculous. I mean, why are you not building up this, this huge match? That's, you're, build, you're building up the tag team match more than the, the, the this match. And it's like... Yep. Like, the, this is what WWE does white. If there's a big championship match where I'd be on TV or on pay-per-view, they have the champion and the challenger on the same show. They don't they don't need to have to be have a wrestling match. They just need to have go out there and just 
cut promos on each other, whether it be face to face or backstage or pre tape. That's what they do. But they didn't do none of that leading up to this match. And it's just my it's it's, it's ridiculous. Apparently it builds itself, Trek. <laughs> yeah. TK, Booker of the Year, huh? Right. <laughs> Speaking of Bookers of the Year, heck, maybe Wrestler of the Year at this point, we get the main event, match number three between Cody Rhodes with Arn Anderson, the biggest fucking whore in professional wrestling. <laughs> Not horseman, <laughs> but a hawk. <laughs> I'm talking, uh, you know, according to Lambert. Versus Ethan Page with Scorpio Sky. And Dan Lambert for the TNT Championship. I mean, <laughs> oh man! And let me rewind a little bit. Let's go back to Dynamite for a second track. <laughs> oh God! <laughs> now I knew Cody was a pussy, but damn, his own pussy fucking um, you know done the fucking shit for him clearly, because Dan Lambert, he's a black belt. And what's Brandy apparently track? A black bitch. <laughs> oh, fuck. Uh, and apparently that that's a t-shirt now on, on uh, no. P, uh, Poets and Tees. Oh, God. Can I ask you something then? If I said what you just said, would, would I be labeled a racist? Well, you gotta have, you gotta have like, uh, going out there saying, oh, that's racist. Why, why would you say that? Yeah, but, like, we have someone like, like, um, uh, Dana, uh, Brandy Wall saying it, that that's not racist. But then again, they literally made that into a t shirt on Poor Western Tees. Right. And that's and why they, I'm they asking you that. Fuck. Right. Because they made a t shirt, right? But if I fucking said what you just said or what Brandy said, I'd be labeled as a fucking racist, yet here they are selling this t-shirt. Are you not influencing apparently, people Apparently here? they knew they fucked Sorry? Apparently they knew they fucked up because they, they delete posts on, on Twitter. Really? But people are, are were quick to, people were quick to say the pisser and post on, on their Twitter accounts saying how stupid it, it, it was. And it, it was it, it's a stupid shirt. I mean, I, I, I'm not buying it, buying this shit. It's like the whole. It's like the whole Black History Month T-shirt that Cole had. Oh, cool. Well, it's 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 just so dumb. Like, I mean, they they this, this is what they this is what they do. They as soon as someone says something on TV, they make it to a cert, to make it into a cert. Or they do this all the time. Look, I get it, right? You know, black belt. She's a black woman. She's a bitch, apparently, right? Um. I get it, because if you were like a Latina and you said, I'm a brown bitch, say, for example, then that just sounds dumb because he said he's a black belt, right? If you get my drift, right? But that's like saying some white bitch coming out and saying, you know what, bitch? I'm a cracker, bitch. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> like, come on, man. I mean, this is fucking corny as shit. I mean, it was, I get it, it's shock value, whatever, but... You can't have it both ways, man. You can't fucking bitch about equality and fucking racism and then go out and say that shit, which is going to influence fucking anybody to say that shit and think it's okay to say that shit, right? 
And then you bring out a t-shirt which fucking influences even more. Because then suddenly anyone can think, oh, it's okay. I can say that shit too because Brandy said it and heck, I'm wearing the t-shirt. Now, if someone that's that's not a person of color buys that t-shirt, I mean, <laughs> like, I, I just don't get it. You know what I mean? I don't get it. This company fucking puzzles me, confuses me. I don't know what to say, bro. I just don't understand this company. I don't get it anymore, bro. I don't. I don't know. I don't know. I'm frustrated. I know one person that got to buy that shirt. That white guy that wore Black Lives Matter shirt when Kanye made that promo about how you gotta have a black and white baby. Oh, oh man, man. See what I mean? Do you see the fucking? <laughs> These two, these two, Cody and fucking Brandy, seriously, man. Man, it's driving me nuts. You know what What Brandy comes across as? I'm going to say it, fuck it. Straight up. I feel she feels that she's not black enough and she's trying to prove to everybody that she's black. Do you get what I mean? I reckon deep down, deep down in her heart of hearts, she feels that everybody looks at her like she's not black enough and she wants to prove a point, bro. That's what this shit is. She's insecure, bro. I think I think that that's exactly what what it is. Cause she she uh she's married to a, a white a white a white man, right, and people exactly. think, oh, she's just oh, she's just a, a a black black chick turned white, and she out here doing the whole like talking ghetto and all that all this <sighs> shit, and like <laughs> she trying to act black. And she try to do all this, all these things. She try to be like a like a black bitch, right. but it's like you don't have to go out there and, and talk ghetto and talk like you ha- you have like a movie ahead of her, like a, like a black woman would when they when they when they upset and they right, talk right. and argue with someone. You only do not do all that. We all know you're black. That doesn't yeah. mean go out there and say, "Hey, I'm I'm a black bitch." It's like it's like me saying, "I'm I'm a I'm a I'm a black man and I'm a black uh." Whatever the fuck, it's like <laughs> right. We all know you. We all know you're black. We all know you're white. Whatever the, f- you don't need to. You don't need to call out your your, your race, your your color. Like we all know. We already know. That doesn't mean go out there and and pretend to be like like a ghetto uh a uh, black chick because you're not you're not ghetto. You're just a, a regular black annoying black chick that wants none. You nobody wants to do want nothing to do with you on TV. Yeah. And the thing is, I'm pretty sure she fucking was raised in a privileged family, bro. For a black family. Like, she wasn't poor. She wasn't from the ghettos. She wasn't struggling. Like, you know what I mean? And I get it. I get it, right? I get her insecurities, but I don't at the same time. At the end of the day, you don't even have to bring that shit up. You know what I mean? We see you're a black woman. That's it. You don't have to fucking tell everybody that you're black. We see that you're black. That's all that matters. So whatever her fucking issue is with it within herself, her insecurities, stop. And the t-shirt thing is only going to bring problems, bro. Straight up. Like, it will. Because you're going to get these motherfuckers that are, that are not even a person of color wearing that shit. I guarantee you, bro. Right? And it's going to influence... Because people are dumb, bro. Unfortunately, there's a lot of people out there that are fucking dumb 
right? And they're going to take her while if Brandy fucking can say it and fucking, and they, you know, she released a t-shirt. Well, I'm going to wear it and I'm going to say it too. You know what I mean? And it's just, it, it sends the wrong message. And I just, <laughs> I just don't understand because I feel like this company has a real issue within itself when it comes to like people of color and and what they stand for and i don't even know what the fuck aw really stands for all i know is what is it is it all equal women i i, I don't know is that what aw stands for or fucking all elite wannabes i mean fucking what the fuck bro I mean, I, I, I'm not. I, I'm gonna say some racist, but like, I mean, people. I heard it. some black guys on you. I heard some black guy on on YouTube saying, "Oh, AEW is like all elite white people." Like, <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> it's like this, this, this guy. This guy saw my my video about uh, AEW and their lack of diversity um, last year, and Which is since that video, video, he literally. <laughs> Thank, thank you. And since that video, he literally makes making video about how AEW hates black people. It's like, like first off, no one I was said like that. one of the first people. I know, right? Sorry, I was continue. like one. I was like one of the first few people that mentioned this whole diversity thing on YouTube. I'm not, I'm not saying I, I the one that started it, but like I was, I was the first one that 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 made a video about it. That pretty right. much was my opinion on on this. I I don't make videos. Every week, every month, talk about how we hate black people and how they need they need all these black wrestlers to make their own promotion. And it's like, dude, calm the fuck down. All right. <laughs> I know you're heavily heavily black people, heavy black wrestlers, but like I'm not like I'm not like that. I you're just not like that. And you never them. said it like <clears throat> that. You're just calling out what was happening at that fucking time, bro. Yeah, exactly. I mentioned I mentioned that on my video. I mentioned a little bit here on the skirmish or on the on the corners, but ever since then, I, I don't I don't mention every other week. I don't mention <laughs> on every other uh, episode on the Black Experience. Like I don't I don't I don't do that. So that that guy want to go out and and mention how maybe hates black people. Go right ahead, because that is not the fucking case. They just need to need to book more black wrestlers. On their shows, TV shows, not on not YouTube, their TV shows, Dynamite, right. Rampage. They need to do do that more. That's all. That's all I was trying to say. Exactly, and that's my point again about people being dumb. Because even Chris and I were saying that shit long, like like on the skirmish back then too. You know what I mean? We mentioned that exact same thing, and we're two white guys saying that shit, right? You know what I mean? We we spotted that stuff, but we never said, "Oh, AEW fucking hate black people." Or you didn't say that. You didn't say that either. No one fucking said AEW's racist or AEW's fucking hates people of color and whatnot. N no one said that. But again, people take that out of fucking context sometimes and run with it, bro. Unfortunately, and this is where I come back to society today and. And humans in general, bro. I mean, fuck, bro. We can be, and when I say we, I'm talking about humans as a whole, right? Can be the most stupidest, dumbest fucking species on this fucking planet, bro. I, 
I, it drives me wild. It drives me nuts. Uh, just, I'm, I'm losing faith in humanity, bro. <laughs> it's fucking crazy, bro. <laughs> like, people, please stop taking fucking owl shit out of context, right? And listen carefully because no one fucking said AEW is a racist company. No one fucking mentioned any of that shit. You know what I mean? We're just pointing out at that fucking particular time that black wrestlers at that time and yeah and we did say like you know dark aw dark and black wrestlers yeah but at the time it felt that way legitly you know what i'm saying but we still didn't say that they're racist and whatnot it's just it came across that way and it came across as suspect because it it, it is what it was at the time it was fucking weird that that was happening and but then you can blame cody for this shit too because it started with black history month in particular that's when all this shit was happening right i'm sorry but at that time during black history month yeah it did come across like that because that's when lee johnson debuts on television that's when lee johnson didn't he have 11 losses in a row at the time or some shit uh, i think I think he had level of losses uh, and no wins. One and it was a one win. Uh, I can't yeah, remember. No wins. <clears throat> I think he had level losses in twenty twenty one and like three losses uh, all together in his entire AEW career. Right, and he happened to get the win, his first win on on major television during Black History Month. And guess what? Who took all his glory anyway? It was Cody. Cody was. You think Cody is the is a black man himself? Jesus Christ! Like you know what I mean? Be, fuck, Cody and Brandy, <clears throat> man, Brandy, you're a gorgeous woman. Cody, you technically could be one of the best fucking professional wrestlers out there, but fucking stay out of the fucking politics, man. And when I say politics, stay out of fucking real life politics, because you don't need to fucking tell us that. That you're with a black woman, so we should fucking love you for it. And you don't need to tell us that your kid is half and half. Who gives a shit, bro? Fuck. Stick to wrestling, not politics. Damn. <laughs> but anyway, back to the match track. I forgot we were supposed to cover a match. This this whole episode feels more like a, a <laughs> like a racial political sort of show, but... Cody gets the win over Ethan Page. Of course he does. Because <laughs> Cody is the man. But did you check out his shirt right before the match? Yeah, I saw this shit uh, on social media. Uh, uh, as soon as, like, days after he won the TNT Championship, I was like, what the f***? Really, 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 dude? Like, he has the shirt that says, heel, babyface, winner. And he has the stupid logo that on, on the box that says winner. Like, yeah, keep on trolling the fact that, that you, you want to be a heel, but you you don't want to be a heel, but at the same time, you're out here being like a like a, like a prick on, on TV. <laughs> like, make up make your fucking mind. Oh, man. I, I, and I'm going to brag again, Track, but we here at the PWC called this shit months ago. We said it months ago. We saw this shit coming from a mile away, bro. We really did. We said, if Cody's not careful, 
the fans are going to turn on him. And this is before the fans fucking turned on him, track. And guess what? <laughs> the fans fucking turned on him, right? And Cody is still wondering why this shit is even happening. Dude, he's another one that needs to shut the fuck up and stop talking, right? Just shut up, do your thing, and people will love you again, Cody. Just shut the fuck up, man. Stop telling us who you are, who your wife is. Yesterday, well, I mean, on Dynamite, right? Him sending out his girl to do his fucking shit makes Cody look like an absolute pussy, bro. And then who saves his? And then who saved his wife? His brother? Like really? Where the fuck were you, Cody? Like where was Cody? Was he doing scratching his nuts? I mean, like seriously? Oh no, I I, I was taking care of my daughter. I mean, <laughs> I don't get it, bro. Like I don't get it. And I'm and I'm convinced that really this shit he didn't want this to happen. But he's trying to act like, oh yeah, no, really, I'm playing the heel, like I'm, I'm just toying. No, you're not, right? You're just acting like you are. But really, you didn't want this shit. You're trying to get the people fucking to cheer for you again, man, and it's not fucking working, bro. That, I'm gonna call it out. That's what it is, bro. That that that's exactly what it is. Uh, it's just he doesn't want to admit that the fans the uh, hate hate him right now, and it's just like. <clears throat> Part because he 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 want he want they want him to turn heel, uh. But at, at the same time, these fans hate him because he just he been a, a bit of a prick, not only on TV but off screen too. Right, I was gonna mention and that. It's, it's like it doesn't help when he does it. He has the 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 like a like the two minute interest every time he comes in the ring. Rather he he's a just doing a promo. Like he literally, he just need to do that interest every time. It's like the whole. It's like it reminds me of Killer Cross when he was in NXT. It is exactly what 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 is uh, with Killer Cross because he did the whole interest in NXT when he was just doing a promo. He also always had Scarlett come out and do a dirty work for him. <laughs> it, it's exactly like what Killer Cross uh was was doing in NXT. It is like uh, it's just I we we don't care about the interest. We don't care about. The hot, hot, hot wife or hot girlfriend you have, we don't care. Just go out there and be a be a man. Stop little bitch. Ah, uh, ah, uh, Cody, Cody, Cody. Seriously, <laughs> this guy, man, he's something else too, bro. And the fact that you look, man, what do I know, bro? The once he got that tattoo on his fucking neck, bro. That just tells me what type of fucking dumb cunt he really is, bro. Straight up. I mean, come on. I'm sorry, man, but fucking, I liked Cody, man, but you're not your father, bruh. Stop trying to be your daddy. <laughs> Fuck. Oh, wait a minute. You were pointing out about equality because of his dad too, right? I mean, anyway. Yeah. See, would the American dream get away with what he was doing back then? Because wasn't he talking like a black person? I mean, think about it. I, mean, I, don't, I don't think I would, that was uh, that was sly in, in 2022. Yeah, I know, yeah that's right. <laughs> I, forget, I forgot there for a second. But it's true, and it's unfortunate too, because it's just society today, right? Like, you can't, you can't say or do shit anymore, bro. Like, 
you got to be so careful. It's ridiculous. And we really ride the line here, here at the PwC. But, you know, we feel over here that you've got a freedom of speech as long as it doesn't cross that line, if that makes any sense. You know what I mean? But even then, you know, people will think fucking we're crossing the line now because, like you said, it's 2022. It's only going to get worse, track. Soon, you... I don't know, bro. I don't know. It's just... It's going to get worse, bro. It's going to get worse and I don't like it one bit, man. And yeah, it is what it is, bro. And here... See, it's like me now saying here at the PwC... We have diversity. <laughs> We've got every color represented here at the PwC. Literally. From brown to black to white to Greek to friggin' Mexican to whatever, man. Australia, Canada, America. Jewish. I mean, damn, bro. I might as well stop. Forget it. I should change PwC to the Equality Network, bro. Maybe I'll get some fucking... Kudos. Maybe I'll get all the Karens to start listening in to PwC. How's that? <laughs> yeah, that would be hilarious. And yeah, I, I mean, Karens, uh, uh, Karens, Karens across the world, there have been, that, that, that was a huge talk in 2021. And it's like, I, I don't want to he- see or hear, hear any, any of those things in 2022. First, first we got we to gotta get, get those things in 2022. It, it sucks. Cause I'm tired of people being snowflakes and, and pussyfooting about the simplest things. It's like when someone when someone says something so extremely offensive, they don't they don't get a, a, a black ball or suspended on social social media. But it's like if it's like H.R. Brown saying the simplest thing on social media, calling someone an N word or anything like that, he gets suspended for 14 days. Like what? come on now. For saying the N word, are you kidding me? Yeah, he he called he called out um Brass Upper that that little piece oh, of shit. Oh yeah, I saw that. Oh, did I see that? Yeah, I knew he called him out. And I'm glad that was a good segue because I wanted to speak to him before we, we finished the show. That Brad Shepherd, fucking German Shepherd, whatever you want to call him. Yes, he's a dog, right? Because that's all he is. <laughs> he's a fucking little pest. I shouldn't even call him a German Shepherd, but since his last name is Shepherd. It says a lot about his family because uh, you know how your last name sort of says something about your background, if you know what I'm saying, right? Well, clearly, his family were looked at as a bunch of dogs. And here in Australia, (laughs) a dog, if you call someone a dog, that's like calling someone a rat. Yeah, same thing, right? No, no shit. That's how he said. And I don't understand because dogs are one of the most loyal fucking animals on the planet, right? But yeah, it is what it is. So in saying, instead of calling someone a rat, you call someone a dog, it's a big deal here, bro, right? So, Mr. Shepherd, you fucking fool, right? If Now, I know all about you, all right? I've known all about you for fucking years. And, you will, and this is long before we were on the same team at Hamin Media Group, right? Because now we're not on the same team. So now I can say whatever the fuck I want, right? And I'm going to say <laughs> this now, all right? If you don't fucking understand what you fucking said and and how you said it was wrong, you are dumber than you fucking look, bro. Because, first of all, it has nothing to do with him 
and what type of professional wrestler he was and what the opinion of me or you or track or anybody for that matter thinks of him as a professional wrestler this is about him as a man so you bringing up fucking him and being a mid-carter at best as a pro wrestler has nothing to do with this shit at all people are fucking holding him up in high regard not because of him as a wrestler (laughs) because of what type of man he was man and this idiot fucking doesn't understand it and i've i heard his podcast just one time because i wanted to hear the big fucking what was the fuss and i had to hear what he had to say about hmg and bin himself right and I, and I laugh because when he says, get the fucking, get the mop out to clean up, it's clean up time. He sounds like the biggest f- freaking white cracker like out there, bro. He sounds like a fool. <laughs> like the way he says it, bro. It's funny. I'll give him that. He makes me laugh, but I'm laughing at him, not with him, right? It just sounds so, ugh. But this guy, for whatever reason, he's got fucking his fans. People fucking agree with him. Well, you idiots can all fucking stick to listening to him because what he says has no substance at all. And clearly he doesn't think before he says it. You know what I mean? And he still doesn't understand. I'll give you another example. Today, he mentions Bin again, right? Because he can't stop mentioning Bin. He just can't, right? Clearly he's butthurt, literally, right? By getting kicked out of HMG, right? So you know what he says? Someone fucking tag Bin Hamin. And fucking, and tell him something about to do, uh, something about Christian outworking everybody and all this shit. He clearly doesn't understand what the slogan of outwork everybody means, track. Right? I think he must think he means it in a literal sense that he will outwork anybody in the ring. No, he means outwork everybody in sense of like, he could turn as a hill, which you see the seeds are planted, right? When when he does turn on fucking Jurassic Express, that's exactly what he means by outwork everybody. That's his whole fucking catchphrase and the meaning of it. Fuck, wake up, dude. It's not... He said, oh yeah, wait, and I quote, this is going to make you laugh, bro. He said, I bet you Christian is regretting the fact that he left WWE for this shit that he's doing in AW. Really, motherfucker? Why would he regret leaving WWE when he only had... One match in seven years in WWE. Hello? Sure he regretted it. Sure. In WWE, they weren't even letting him wrestle. Yet in AEW, at least he's appearing. Sure, he's in the shit spot. But he's fucking appearing every week on television, right? I don't think he's got any fucking regrets, you fool, Brad. Jesus Christ, man. You don't know shit about professional wrestling, clearly. And yeah, I said it. You think you do, but you don't know shit. Sorry, track. Am I wrong? <laughs> no, you're not. You're not wrong. Um, Brad, Brad Supper. I know, like this punk ass piece of shit. Um, <clears throat> I, I got uh some some flack because people, some people thought I was, I was defending uh Brad Supper. No, I was defending Big Way in the arc when uh Big Way was uh, was arguing with um bad, uh so much crap on social media. Right. I was not defending Brad Supper. I don't like Brad Supper. I know half and I will. I, I I think the guy the guy the creep and pedophile. He's definitely a and creep. I, and it's like 
this Brad Supper, he he doesn't talk about wrestling. He doesn't every time he talk about women wrestlers, he start talking about who had the best ass in uh, in wrestling. Like you don't talk, you don't care about the the, the wrestlers, the their wrestling ability. You don't care about their, their assets. Like who fucking cares? And the people who care about that that said that they can go go live in their mom's basement for the next four mm-hmm. years. And it's just well, like, and just Brad Supper getting fired from Harmony Media Group. Uh, I mean, I'm I'm glad that that happened because good on Ben Benjamin ben, ben, for doing that. Because when, you know, when I saw we when I saw we said on social media about um uh Boy Lee, it got that kind of pissed me off. Like why he had why do you have the time to say some stupid shit like that? Like nobody cares that he nobody cares how good he was. Nobody cared that he was a Mick Carter. He was a right. he was a main winner. He would people give a shit about Boy Lee John Hubert. Luke Harper, because he was a he won he was one of the, one of the nicest guys in, in the locker room, whether it be in WWE or, or AEW. He was one he was one of the nicest nicest guys there. He was he was, I mean I never met the guy, but seeing him out uh, beyond the scenes on being the elite, and doing interviews from uh outside of AEW WWE, he was a really nice guy. And the fact that Brad Supper said that. And, and then that was like, like that was the straw that was the last last straw that, that brought the camera back per se for Ben Ami. I'm glad that Ben Ami is just like you know fuck you we ain't even dealing with this thing anymore you're fired. And it's like good on Ben Ami for that. And it's like Absolutely. nobody I mean and Brad said we want to keep on talking said go right ahead because we all because people get keep on saying some dumb shit about Brad Shepard and, and it gotta be it's it's the truth. So Brad Supper is a freaking piece of, piece of shit, and I I can't wait to see what Carmen Bison when Carmen Bison he has some more because he deserves it. I agree one hundred percent, and you know what cracks me up, dude. Like he he believes his own hype, bro. Like he truly, and I get it. I get his whole show is all about shock factor, bro. That's what it comes down to, it right. That's how he's getting his listeners because. Of that, it might not even be his true opinion for you know, right? But he's doing that because he knows people are going to tune in because of how he's saying it. But, dude, what you said about John Huber, you know what I mean? Brody Lee, whatever you want to call him, Luke Harper. Dude, you said it on his anniversary and it has nothing to do with with him being a a main event, a mid-card, a job. It doesn't matter. It's irrelevant, man. Everyone holds him in that regard because of the man that he was, yeah? Plain and simple. And as far as Bin goes, dickhead. First of all, he was friends with a man. That's common fucking knowledge, all right? Everybody knows that. So how do you fucking say that shit about him knowing that he's friends with him? Two, make no mistake about it, CM Punk fucking called him out on Dynamite, that was definitely directed at Shepard, man, I think, and it makes total sense on how, because the connections are there, right, so Nadeeb, she's close with pretty much everyone at HMG, right, she's very close to Bin Amin, she's very close to Jamie the Vet Williams, all right, and then you got CM Punk, who's close to Serena Deeb, remember the Straight Edge Society folks, right, so shit would have gotten passed, I mean, passed around through from what happened with Bin and fucking, what's his name, Shepard, that would have got passed to Serena Deeb, he would have passed it to Punk, 
And then that's where you got Punk saying what he said. Because really, he was the only one online that fucking said what he said. No one else really said that except for his little fucking bandwagon of supporters, right? And yeah, we got Rob Francois fucking... Yeah, he's part of the team still. And, I, and I've got a lot of respect for Rob, right? But yeah, look, it's best I don't even say anything because he's cool, whatever. But I, yeah, it is what it is. Yeah, it's been a crazy fucking last few days, put it that way, Track. I mean, this company, this shepherd, and everything is just, it's cray-cray, bro. But yeah, Bin did the right thing. Bin done fucking boss moves, bro. And like I said on Twitter, play stupid games, win stupid prizes, Brad. And besides, dude, you're not that fucking good. We're right up your ass anyway, dude. We're right behind you. We're coming for you. But yeah, man, it is what it is. Except the only difference is we had to grind to get there. This motherfucker comes on, talks shit, and gets, you know, right up there, man. But yeah, it is what it is, man. But we'll keep on grinding, man. I dare say this motherfucker won't last too fucking long. Hopefully people see right through his bullshit, man. Because he was known for fake news, bro. He used to break a lot of fake news track before he ever had a fucking podcast. And everybody fucking knew that. And that's how I got to know who the fuck this shepherd idiot is. Yeah, exactly, exactly. I never ever heard of this guy, but until I see uh, tons of people just talking about how how much of a, of a cut cunt this guy is, and it's like that's how I found out about Brad Supper. And it's like I never even came across of you know just taking him out or listening to his podcast or hearing what reading any of his uh articles on social media because he was a prick. I mean I mean he comes out comes out as a prick. I, I just assume that he's just a, a, a prick then and, and I never got associated with with this guy. No and way. glad I didn't and <clears throat> and I find it funny how people were were assuming that I would defend him, even though I wasn't defending him at all. I would defend him big way. Because oh, Song watch crap, want to be a big fucking baby, and act like, and people he want to block me on social media because I said, oh, uh, this guy want to talk shit about big way, like song watch song watch crap is a is a fucking bitch motherfucker, and he's a fucking bitch, and it's like he talks all this shit, and all of a sudden he goes off and and says some stupid stupid shit, and when somebody said that doesn't say doesn't say anything they, 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 he doesn't like. Or they talk around with him. He he blocks them, both on his account or and on the fight for account. So this guy's a fucking biz. I don't like this guy. I don't like any of these so-called journalists in yeah. wrestling. They they all all go go to hell. Fucking bitch boy shepherd man, and, and that's what he was, bro. He was a dirt sheet fucking writer, bro. He's that's what he was. And Mister Sean Ross Sapp, even though he's done nothing to me right personally and i don't really have an issue but you're another one buddy that that is the gift that keeps on giving because you're the biggest fucking snowflake <laughs> when it comes to fucking wrestling journalism bro just shut the fuck up too man stop replying to every fucking tom dick and harry man right because it is what it is you're a fucking snowflake man and that's what professional wrestling is turning into man from the journalists to the fuck and this motherfucker brad shepherd one more thing i want to say i was laughing on his show because he calls out 
Wade Keller, right? Minnesota's own Wade Keller, right? And the PW Torch for calling them fake news when really they're one of the staples of when it comes to the dirt sheets, you know, them and the Observer, bro. Like, they're the two original... And 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 and, and what's it called? The Pro Wrestling Spotlight with John Arezzi, right? Them three were like the original fucking dirt sheet like people, right? And he wants to call them out for being... What's it called? PW Torch? Fucking fake news? Give me a fucking break, man. Like, you're way more fake news than fucking Keller or the PW Torch ever will be. Why? Is it because Keller's gay? Is that what it is, bro? Is that what you want to really say? Like, fuck me, bro. At the end of the day, I trust Keller's word way more than fucking most of these fucking dirt sheet idiots, right? And yeah, man... I mean, I'm sorry, folks, for fucking coming across like this was one big rant, right, in, in all sorts of directions. But I need to get a lot of shit off my chest, man, because this is cray-cray, bro. It's 2022, track, and we're already off to a flyer, bro. And if it's anything to go by, <laughs> damn, 2022 is going to be fucking shit in terms of professional wrestling. I hope I'm wrong. But it's already gone. It's already fucking started with a bang. <sighs> yeah, anyway, I, I, I agree. Crazy, bro. Well, before we go, man, is there anything else we need to touch on that we haven't yet, bro? I think we cover all, all that we need, need to cover. Like, we, we talk a lot about what's going on, all the bullshit that happened before and during Rampage. And... Yeah, Brad Supper sucks and eat, eat a bag of dicks. <laughs> yeah, a whole fucking bag of dicks. Anyway, in saying that, before we go, Track, tell them where they can find you, bro. Well, you can find me on social media, on Twitter at MadCraziness. You can find me on Instagram at MadCraziness612. And you can also subscribe to my YouTube channel, the PW Hustle Zone. And of course, you can find me here on the PVC Network. On the uh, the Able Black Experience audio form, and I'm on a, I'm, I'm on here on Friday Night Carnage with Jimmy, Jimmy T. So make sure you check it out. People keep keep on moving, moving. Need need to hear on the PVC, and hey, thank you guys for keep on listening. And 2022 is gonna be a killer killer one for the PVC. Absolutely, man. And please like and subscribe at the pwcnetwork.podbean.com where you'll find out any my show but tracks also and please like and subscribe at atmarkmedia.com where you'll also find this great show in saying that I'm Jimmy T he's A-Track Black aka Michael Davis and you've been listening to the PWC Friday Night Carnage right here at the PWC Network and at markmedia.com happy new year happy holidays and we're out peace
season's greetings, happy holidays, and have a happy new year from the PWC, the Pro Wrestling Coalition. You know, thank you, Jimmy T, Chris Sams, Jeff Lipman, Michael Jargo, Steve Pena, Chabelo Veracruz, 8 Track Black, and I hope I didn't leave anybody out, but the PWC family. So sit back, relax, and enjoy another episode of the Homeboy 88 Podcast. Happy holidays, everybody.